0: Welcome back everyone Hello. Hello
1: On behalf of our entire flight crew Thanks for soaring
0: with us
2: oh, How tranquil and beautiful It's Sean Senoel it's Christmas time, isn't it? So I thought I'd play some Christmas music. Welcome to the next Disney Brit Bites. Thank you for joining me as always. And joining me on the show is Alan. Hello, Alan. Hi, Adam. How are you doing? I'm all right. I feel like I'm in some sort of spa.
1: I was just thinking in the last episode of Disney Brit. Yeah. You could create an Alan soundboard. Do you reckon? Yeah. And just, Say, just save me thing. some time and effort. Okay, we could try that.
2: I'm just going for my Reiki back massage. <laughs> Uh, anyway, thank you oh, for thank joining you. us. It just like it. I'm going to stop that now. Um thank you for joining us as always uh, for the show. It is the Disney bit Bite size so it's the shorter version of the show than normal but uh, what we're going to be doing today is talking good dinosaur I believe, aren't we? Yes, Good Dinosaur all the way. So basically Alan's been to see Good Dinosaur with his children and uh, we thought we'd concentrate today on that particular film and on the uh, on his review and on the review of both of his girls as well. I've not seen it and I'll be honest, I have no inclination to go and see this film because from what I've seen of the trailers um, and the promo and all that sort of stuff for it, it just seems to be non-existent and it, to me, with it being a Pixar film as well, to me it's It just makes me think that Disney and Pixar may be a little bit embarrassed by this movie and have released it because they've obviously spent money on it and they want to recoup it but they've not released it because they think it's really going to be worth releasing. I just get this opinion. So I'm kind of intrigued as to whether I'm right or whether I'm going to be convinced that I'm totally wrong and that in fact The Good Dinosaur is amazing and you should all go and see it and all that sort of stuff. So I'm kind of intrigued as to what Alan's opinion of it is. Um, so, do we want to play the uh, the, the trailer first uh, yeah, and then Yeah. Play uh, play the trailer and then we'll sort we'll set the okay, mood. Okay, so here is the trailer for the good dinosaur. Okay, so there is the good dinosaur, Alan. You chose the one trailer that has no words in it whatsoever.
1: It's all visual. To be fair, though, I I felt that that was the the best one for it. Right. Okay. And and the reason for it is, it it set an atmosphere atmospheric sound. Yeah. Okay. And that was about as much as the information you got from the the trailers. It didn't really even the ones that you saw visually. It didn't really tell you that much about the film and as adam said earlier on he he didn't really want to go see it It hasn't been sold to him the trailers haven't inspired him to sort of and and i even sat through a a kind of a mini marketing thing by disney as
2: well when Mm -hmm. i went to see the previews for uh, inside out i went to the premiere of inside out they talked about the good good dinosaur talked it up and showed us a a, a section from the film and even after seeing that and listening to disney
1: try and hype it up i still left thinking yeah yeah and and I, I can totally understand why we had in the previous episode of Disney Brit we talked about dinosaur films being pretty rubbish. Yeah, there's there's no I can't think of any animated dinosaur
2: movie which you could instantly call a classic. The Land Before Time, maybe. Um The only kind of decent dinosaur films that have been made are, are Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, those sort of things, which are live action rather than animated, so Yeah.
1: Yeah. It I can I can totally understand why and like as I say it didn't, the trailers didn't to me do it justice because okay. it, it didn't. It set up a concept that was there, which yeah. is essentially what we're, what we're getting out of that trailer as being just audio. Basically, in that trailer, what we've got visually wise is an asteroid is hurtling towards Earth and it bypasses it.
2: Yeah. So it's, it's kind of what happens to Earth if the asteroid doesn't hit.
1: Yes. Yeah. And. The concept to me at that time was like well that doesn't really sound too good and then when we went to see the film it started to click into place now i'm, I'm not going to try and do any major spoilers yeah because so oh, okay so the, the whole
2: film basically centers then around what's an asteroid misses earth
1: it's an asteroid that misses earth and the dinosaurs have evolved to become a civilization a bit more civilized, okay, right? And it essentially, the, the the sort of the twist in it is it, where the asteroid wiped out the dinosaurs years ago for us in reality. Um, actually depends which version of the the world story you believe in. Yeah. Um, the and humans took over. In rea- what's happening here is the asteroid missed the Earth, doesn't wipe out the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs start to become a bit more civilized yeah. and interact as humans would in a sort of a, a simple life. Okay. Um, and as we also see in, in one of the trailers, there's a, a little character called Spot, who's a little sort of caveman-style person. Yeah. Um, and he is very prime primal. You know, he, he's, he's like a werewolf. He, he walks on all fours. He's not as a human would be. But that's that's the twist, and it's that the asteroid missed the Earth and the dinosaurs evolved where the humans didn't. Which, right, okay i think that that concept if they played on that a bit more so this of, it's a little
2: bit of a twist then to what we normally had from our dinosaur movies yeah whereas it quite often it's been dinosaurs uh, in danger dinosaurs gonna become extinct dinosaurs get lost
1: dinosaurs yeah. must survive but when when the film started yeah it wasn't the dinosaurs that gripped us okay i, I was watching this and i was going is this just live action video? Oh, wow. So it, I, one of the things I have heard from a couple of reviews is just how
2: visually it's, it's stunning.
1: It, there is there is something that Pixar has done in this animation that I had to review loads of websites to see how this had been done. Yeah. There was an element in this where I thought, yeah, that's just video, that is. They're just videoing landscapes and yeah. clouds and water and stuff like that. And then I went and found a a making of the good dinosaur uh, article. And basically, what they've done here is they've used um, US geography. I can't remember the term. It's it's basically geographical data, geological data. Yeah, yeah. And overlaid sort of images. And basically, they've represented the landscape as photorealistic as possible. However, that didn't want to use the word photorealistic. No. They've, um, they've developed a, a new term for it. I can't remember what it was called. It's something like artistic re- realism. But okay. essentially it's exactly the same as what it would be with a slight element of Pixar in it. But you couldn't tell the difference between that and live video.
0: Fair it enough. Was, it
1: was so smooth. And one of, one of the things that sort of got me was when this dinosaur, who is very cartoon like, is walking through the landscapes, it just seems to be so the cartoon is overlaying on video footage. Right, okay. Um, it is so smooth, and it got me several times I thought, nah, that's just video. Now, that in itself is one reason to see it. Okay. It worries me that that's the only reason to see
2: it. <laughs> it's, it's where this well, is coming, coming to.
1: There, there is, there is bits of that, but the story itself, I would say, is loosely. I don't know, um, maybe it's Fox and the Hounds in a way, a bit. Um, right, kind of a too. bit Lion King. So,
2: are we? You know, is it, it, is it kind of like this has all been done before? Sort of
1: idea. I, I, well, if, if you break down every story, I, I think do they all originate from seven oh, that's stories? True. yeah, that's a fair point. So it's, um, there, there is an element that it says journey story, there's a family involved, yeah. uh, there's a bit of evolution in there, there's two friends come together who were originally enemies. Um, right, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it, works, it works really well as a story. Okay. And one of the things that Pixar also do, and... I'm sure it happens to you. doesn't matter which film it is. Makes you this cry. Element of makes you cry. If you exactly. cry? Now, you wh- cried, at the you. moment when I was crying...
2: So you did cry, okay, yeah.
1: Yeah. I looked down at Abigail who was sitting next to me. Yeah. And she smiled, wiping her eyes. Now, can I ask, is
2: this inside-out cry? Or is this like end-of-Toy Story 3 cry?
1: Um. Oh... I'd probably say end of Toy Story three, really. Oh wow! Okay. In in so the in the nature bad. of it. Now, if if we break all this down to, was it a good film? Yeah. It must have been good for me to get emotionally attached to these characters. Fair enough. And for my four year old and okay. eight year old, be exactly <coughs> Sorry, the, the same. Okay. On the other side, on the other side of it is Catherine said it was a snooze fest. Right. Fair enough. Um, but it was one of the sort of the best ones I've seen in a while. What, you think it's better than Inside Out? It's different to Inside Out. Okay. I, I, you can't compare it to Inside Out. Inside Out has got lots of elements of story and depth all the way through it. Yeah. There is quite subtle adult-related jokes in there. It's a...
2: Uh, Was this kind of just an absolute, out-and-out, genuine kind of
1: kids film? I I would probably say yes. Right. I'd say it's more focused for kids, probably more focused for young boys. Okay. Um, Imogen didn't want to go see it beforehand because it was dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, She just didn't seem to get the idea of it before went to see it. Okay. Um, But I think it's suitable for anyone, really, but it is quite linear in, in a story. It's not... There's not a lot of depth in it. Right. Um, okay. It is the journey that he, he goes through and achieves his goal. Um, which I don't want to say what. Yeah, don't that, give that away. Don't give away It's too it? hard. That's but um, in, terms of, in terms of the character, um, the, the main character called Arlo, he's a, a dinosaur. I think it's an aptosaur, whatever okay. one of them is. I've never heard of one of them. I'm sure that's made up for this film. Maybe. Um, he is essentially the runt of the litter. Okay, he's um, the family start off um, the ugly up. duckling almost. Yeah. Right. So there's another element to the story that's been told before. And um, he's he's not a good achiever as his brothers or sisters, and he he has to prove something a bit like Simba in a way. Yeah. Um. So there, it, it is good. I, I will admit I wouldn't have gone to see it if I hadn't had free tickets. Okay. Um, and that was only because mm. it hadn't been sold to me before. I say,
2: you're not, yeah, okay, it's, you've not sold it to me yet. Um. So do you want to, should we get the views of those people it's kind of designed for then? Yeah, we, we can do. So you asked Imogen and Abby to give the, their review of what it, they thought of the good dinosaur. So should we start with Imogen and see what she had to say? Yep. okay, here we go. Here's
0: Arlo is a dinosaur who helps his family on the farm to get corn in for winter. He is fright—he has frightful fears. He is the last to make his mark.
1: Right. So, as you say, to make his mark, what is his mark?
0: Well, it's like his paw print, but. On a wall On a wall Covered in mud
1: Covered in mud Okay And does does Arlo have any friends?
0: He has a friend called Spot Which he meets along the way
1: So, did you enjoy the film?
0: It was okay
1: Would you go back to see it again? Possibly would you go and tell your friends at school about it?
0: Probably,
1: yeah. Okay. So she's quite undecided.
2: Yeah, there's a there's a definite undecided element to that, isn't there? Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, it was, would I
1: tell my friends? Maybe. Am I going to go and rave about it? Maybe not. And like when I asked if it uh, was it any good, she didn't say yes. She didn't say no. She put her hand up and sort of wobbled it wobbled back and forth. it, ish Yeah. So-so. And I said, that's no good for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like playing an audio-based trailer. Okay, yeah, a little bit like that, yeah. Um, so Imogen said,
2: so-so. Yeah. Let's find out what the ever-so-articulate Abby had to say.
0: Here we go. What is a human that talks like a werewolf? And he barks like a dog. He likes to it. squeak sweet, sweet, sweet corn, berries and bugs. He repacks the dinosaur of the dinosaur He was Having a wee. Did you enjoy the film and see it again?
1: No. Would you? Go would? See it?
0: Yeah. Oh, oh. Would you? No, not would you.
1: Did Did you enjoy the film, Abby?
0: Did you enjoy the film, Abby? <laughs> <laughs> Hey. <laughs> did
1: um, you enjoy the film? Yeah. <coughs> Was it good? Would you go- Can
0: you find us picture
1: picture? I can but that's not what we're doing at all. Did you enjoy the film? Say bye-bye.
2: Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did so- you enjoy the film? <laughs> I'm undecided.
1: <laughs> She she did enjoy the film, um, and one one of the words she says there in in her description was yeah. she says that um, Spot, the the little human boy barks character barks like a dog. He barks like a dog, and he she says repects, which means protects. Fair enough. Um, which was quite um, important in the story. Yeah, um, and there is a scene where he has a Wii. Yes, I did notice that that, that was a, a particular fond memory. Yeah, but um, she she did enjoy it, and she did seem to get the concept, and she did want to go back to see it again. Okay, which is not going to happen, but um, given the option to, she would do. Okay, fair enough. So um, the question is, if you had the option to go and see it again, would you? Um, I would. I would say this is one of the films that I, if I had a working Blu-ray player, I yeah. would buy it on Blu-ray. Right, okay. Because I think visually it was quite impressive. Yeah. Um. But it's the equivalent of... I bought Crimson Wing. Did you Do you ever watch Crimson Wing? No. Right, Crimson Wing was Disney nature um, to do with flamingos. Flamingos, yeah. And their sort of migration path and their life story. And I got that because it was... It was one of the first sort of real high-definition nature films. Yeah. And I got it for the for the quality of the visuals. This is the same sort of thing, but I've never watched Crimson Wing twice. Fair enough.
2: Now, um, so we talked earlier about the fact that Disney had, had kept it quite quiet and hadn't necessarily thrown all this money at the marketing for it. Yeah. Do you agree, then? Do you think it's because they're, they're a little bit unhappy with the outcome of it and don't think it necessarily is worthy of being really pushed
1: as a Disney Pixar film? Um, I'm not sure because there was there was quite a lot of, there's been quite a few adverts in different films for it, yeah. so, they've, so they've done a bit of marketing. Yeah. Um, they've got quite a few toys out already for it. Yeah, I noticed, I was in the Disney store today, I did notice there was quite a few uh, items of merchandise out. It's not like, um, well it doesn't seem to be like what Treasure Planet was, where no. there seemed to be nothing about it, no. which... I know that was a, a, a big change for that, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I think I, I don't think it's 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 bad to. It's not as bad as Home in the Range. Okay, I quite like Home in the Range. Oh, uh, you would. Yeah, I know. Home yeah. And you, the you know, Range. I like but to it, yodel. I dare say there's an element to that in it as well. Okay. Um, but it's it's not it's not a bad film, and I don't think Disney should be ashamed of it because or Pixar even because it. It has achieved a lot of good aspects in the film that make it groundbreaking with the head of everything else. So where would you kind of rate
2: it among the other Pixar movies? Is, there, is it high up? Is it lower
1: down? I w- I would, although I've not seen Planes, yeah, I would probably rate it as Planes. Okay, because
2: I quite enjoy Planes as a film. I don't <laughs> think it was that bad. Actually, they were, they
1: were pretty good. Um, yeah. So you Which, which to me, I've planes. never seen planes and that's because it, it never really got sold to me. Yeah. Whereas cars was quite interesting. Yeah. Planes just didn't seem to have the buzz. Well,
2: one of the things that, again, made me really sceptical about whether it's any good is that um, we're lucky enough to get invited to to premieres and things like that you know Disney screenings of most of their films uh, we got invited inside out um, and uh, there didn't seem to be one for the good dinosaur there was not really any press information really released for the good dinosaur so it made us wonder whether or not you know again whether Disney were really pushing this so but you're saying that it's, it's definitely worth going to see it's, you know if you want a trip to the cinema as a family then this would be a good one to, to venture out to
1: yeah there's, there's elements of peril in it which um, Abigail was clinging to us yeah it it, it it had had lots of nicely paced plots in it, Okay. but it's it's certainly not it's not inside out. No, no, no. Inside out, inside out was very deep in a story. Yeah, um, whereas this is it is so basic that a four year old can understand. So it's quite it. a
2: simplistic story for younger children. So what would would you take?
1: Like, uh, how how young would you take? Um, I would say main mainly because obviously this. Being dinosaurs in the film, there are some bad dinosaurs. Yeah, of course, yeah. And I think at four years old, Abigail was on the edge of being a bit nervous. Yeah. Um. So I would say, I don't know, three years would be a, a limit.
2: So you're saying three, age three-ish for youngest. Yeah. And what's the oldest, you reckon, you could get away with taking, sort of child-wise, before they kind of go, nah, this is just too babyish?
1: Well, Imogen was, before she went to see it, she said it was babyish, so... Yeah. Now she's eight, maybe nine years old is probably your max.
2: So you're looking like three to nine-year-olds, you think this is suitable yeah. for children-wise. Okay. Um. Now, with every good Pixar film comes a Pixar short. Is there a Pixar short attached to this one?
1: There is. And it is a very, very good short. Okay. Now, I will I will explain a bit more about this in, in depth because I don't think it'll be a spoiler as such. Um. It's called... Sanjay super team. Okay. Basically, it's a story about a boy called Sanjay who um, loves superheroes. And he's in the front room of his house and he's got his little action man superhero, which looks a bit like Mr. Incredible. And he's watching the TV programs of his superheroes kicking the butts Mm -hmm. of all the other baddies. Yeah. The other side of the room is his dad, who is trying to do his, his... Prayer to his Hindu god. Okay. Um, he's he's sitting on his little little rug, opened up his cabinet, lit up his little candle, dings the bell, and starts doing some sort of chant. Now, I, I don't want to offend anyone because I don't know the, the ins and outs of that religion and yep. what they're called. But to me, it was a like a chant or a, a mantra. Yep. I don't know what the, the term would be. Sounds about I Apologise. Right. Um, and as he's doing this chant. Sanjay is um, trying to drown them out by turning the telly up, and it's there's that element of which which you'll have had in your house before. You're trying to watch TV, yeah, and Harry's turning up the iPad. Oh yes, all that sort of thing. You're doing something, and you're wanting to get them to turn it down a bit, but they yeah. want to turn it and down drown sure out you. Turning that up, yeah. And it was it was it was quite amusing for that aspect of it. But what Sanjay's dad's want him to do is to actually come join him in prayer. Right. Um, So eventually he comes over and starts to join in the the prayer. And he gets distracted straight away. He doesn't really want to get involved with this Hindu thing. Yeah. um, Because he just wants to play with his action man. So he reaches over to his action man, pulls it out of the cupboard as he brings it past the cupboard... It uh, um, gets caught in a candle fire. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he ends up being sucked into an action man superhero world, but based upon the Hindu gods.
2: Okay, fair enough.
1: Um, To which he manages to extract a story or a... I don't know what's the term. An inspiration that made him sort of connect with the mythology yeah. in the in the religion, um, where sort of the Hindu gods became sort of Hindu super gods yeah. and um, sort of defeated the evil that um, was in his um, action videos. And I thought as a, as a, a short story, which as all Pixar st- stories seem to be, there's not a lot of conversation or audio like that. No, it does seem to be very much to do with the
2: visuals, doesn't it, with their shorts? Yeah,
1: And, um, it, it seems to portray a good story, and there was something that, to me that seemed quite odd about it, and that was that this seems to be the first time that Pixar have touched heavily on religion. That's a very, very good point. Um, I did a little bit of research, and it's also the first time that um, it's not been a I think a white character is the main character
2: in any Pixar film
1: yeah I'm just um, I'm trying uh, to
2: think yeah you might be right and um, well unless you you kind of Wally who was a robot um, yeah
0: it's the, f- right. the first
1: time that was, Nemo was orange the main character <laughs> wasn't centrally wasn't a central character who wasn't white oh, okay. um, and I thought, although to me it wasn't a major step, it, it just thought, oh, hang on, the religion aspect and the uh, person as a lead character shouldn't be a major issue. No. It's, it's certainly nothing that's is, is, a, is a, an issue for me, but I thought oh, that was an interesting thing that they've done there, they've fo- focused on this, which, I dare say, if they, they touch on the Hindu gods, they can't really...
2: No, that's a fair point.
1: Um, but the actual touching on religion though, I think was a is a, a weird step. Because generally it's, it's been
2: I wonder if they did it that way purely for the fact that um because of it being a short they could do it Yeah in that way rather than it being a full blown movie.
1: Yeah. maybe. Um uh, the guy who directed the film, yeah, um, is called Sanjay Patel, and he's worked for Pixar for twenty years. Hence the Sanjay Super Team, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's his little story, um, and apparently the the story which comes across in about five minutes um, took him several years to actually get a, a real connection with the with the mythology oh, in it. Fair enough. But, um, it it is a good story, and was it was a nice change to the very simplistic story that followed after it. Okay, so something slightly more complex
2: to fit with kind of the 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 simplicity of the early part, the the, the main sort of um story thing, yeah. Yep. Fab. Well, okay, uh have you sold me on the good dinosaur? Mm, yeah, I don't know. I I think if I get the opportunity to see it, I will go and see it, but I'm still not going to go out and uh and going to make a special effort to go and oh. see it, which is a, which is a shame, really, because it's a, it's a Disney film, and normally I'm kind of there first
1: day, but oh, we'll see, maybe, maybe. Yeah, we'll... I'll, I'll do, get, wait till you get it on DVD next Christmas. DVD next Christmas. Okay, fine, done. Well, actually um, you might get it on that um, I'm, I'm, like I'm Currently
2: or? I'm being looked at with a head shaking going on Which means I think I'm going to see it at the cinema Yes I've got a nod going on So I am going to see it at the cinema I'm very much looking forward to the opportunity to see the film Thumbs <laughs> up three times No, oh with three children, yes um, Excellent I, I. Yes, oh the joy yeah, Anyway it's <laughs> So I am going to see it, apparently. There you go. Um, what I want to talk about next week, and I'll be intrigued uh, because obviously we've come to the end of the show. If anybody hasn't signed up yet, Disney Life, which I mentioned as part of the Christmas presents on the last Disney Brit show, um, is now live in the UK. It's now available for you to uh, da- to download, subscribe to, etc. If you go to disneylife.co.uk, you can now sign up for a month's free trial. It's got Disney movies on there, it's got Disney books, Disney music, the whole lot. Um, it is basically Disney's version of Netflix. Uh, I want to review it next week and I'd uh, be intrigued to know what you guys think about it as well. So when we talk in next week, we've reviewed obviously this uh, film today. But I'd be intrigued to talk to you about what you guys think of Disney life. So if you've got any... Um, comments then please do send us in some audio if you want to get your kids to do it radio at disneybrick.com or uh, you can email us again radio at disneybrick.com with your review of what it's like we also need your tomorrow's child uh, yes. audios for next week which the question was uh, which one Disney present would you want for Christmas this year um, so do get your children to record that as well and it's radio at com. we're going to speak to them and find out what they uh, would like for Christmas too um, of course, you can go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Disney Bit Podcast and the running team. And Once again, we are still going and I'll let you know, into a little, I'll let you into a little secret, I've just signed up for my next running event. I am doing, in April, something called the Night Games. This time it's a 10 mile course. It starts at 8pm, it's run in the dark and you have a head torch on. And you have obstacles and mud and water and all that sort of stuff. And I believe there's a one point where there's a mile part of it where there are paintballers hidden in trees shooting neon paint at you. Um, So I've signed up for that. So you can uh, sponsor us, justgiving.com forward slash disneybrit running team. And you can join the running team with facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Brit running team. And of course, you can join the running team as we build up to the Disneyland Paris half marathon, which is happening in September next year, which we're going to be running together and Dying Together and all that sort of stuff as well. So it'd be great if you can join us for that. Uh, of course, you can go over on Twitter at DisneyBrit and DisneyBrit.com for all the latest episodes of the show that are all listed over there that you can listen to. Uh, is that everything?
1: Yeah, that sounds good for now.
2: Yeah, and of course, if you've got any reviews of The Good Dinosaur you want to send us as well, do send those to RadioDisneyBrit.com. We'll read those out on the next show as well. But I think that's everything. Uh, so we will see you next week for the full Disney Brit show. And uh, until then... We'll see ya.